The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Richmond School Board approved a plan Monday to move forward with rebuilding George Wythe High School. The new plan comes after months of disagreement between the board and the mayor. Ellen Rodriguez Espinoza reports. The board narrowly approved a proposal by member Jonathan Young and will issue their own request for design proposals instead of moving forward with the mayor's. Young's plan allows the board to exercise autonomy over the design process, but the board will rely on the city for funding, expertise, and construction personnel. Young says the school should be built for 1,600 students, but Superintendent Jason Camera says that won't be enough. Mark my words, it will open overcrowded, and then this body will be confronted with the challenge of needing to build yet another high school on the south side. Under the new plan, Cameras has until August 31st to write up the school district's own design RFP for a new George With. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. The Virginians for Affordable Medicine is a brand new coalition of advocates, patients, and physicians. Participant Cynthia Gonzalez-Luna has type 1 diabetes, and she relies on expensive insulin injections and other medical supplies. She says she can't pursue the career opportunities she'd like for fear of losing Medicaid. No one's life should be waved over their head because they can't afford it. I know some kids are fortunate enough to have parents that pay for their health insurance or they're under a family plan. Sometimes I wish that were me, but I know I'm not alone. The coalition is calling on Virginia House candidates vying for election this November to commit to lowering prescription medicine costs and support a prescription drug affordability board. Virginians have till the end of today to add artifacts to a new time capsule that Governor Northam says will tell the world that this is today's Virginia, not yesterday's. The new capsule will replace the current one that was embedded 134 years ago in the foundation of the Robert E. Lee statue on Richmond's Monument Avenue. The updated capsule will be installed once permission has been granted to remove the Lee statue. Those wanting to participate must complete a questionnaire, which can be found at governor.virginia.gov slash timecapsule. The rules around having backyard chickens in residential districts in Chesterfield County could be getting tweaked. Ian Stewart explains. Zoning regulations around keeping chickens in residential backyards were adopted in 2014. Those include the number of chickens allowed, it's six, to the number of roosters allowed, which is zero. Our next item is going to be the code amendment relative to the keeping of chickens. Planning commissioners met Tuesday to discuss how much space laying hens need to move within a fenced area. Quite simply increasing the area of the fenced outdoor run by approximately 16 square feet, uh, making sure that the minimum area per chicken is eight square feet. That's Zoning Administrator Ray Cash. He says the recommendations are from the Virginia Cooperative Extension. The goal of the updated amendment is to benefit the health and safety of the chickens and to minimize any impacts on neighbors. A public hearing on the proposed code amendment is set for August 17th. Ian Stewart, VPM News. To see regulations about keeping backyard chickens in Chesterfield, go to vpm.org news. 
Area officials are gearing up to redevelop Shaco Bottom after years of inaction, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Features of the draft plan released by the city on Monday include a memorial campus and museum dedicated to enslaved laborers in what used to be the nation's second largest slave trading market for decades before the Civil War. City officials say the draft plan invests in historic justice and that its goal is to turn the area into an international destination. The city's capital improvement plan tentatively sets aside nearly $28 million for the project over the next five years. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, July 20th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.